welcome. I am Beverly Clark and I'm the Computing School National Community Manager. And in this CAS Inspire story, we will be shining a light on another inspiring educator, Charu Wallia, in which she will be asked to share what has led her to her career in education, her hopes for the profession, successes, challenges faced and how they were overcome, along with tips for new entrants into the profession and how to encourage a diverse and inclusive learning environment. I hope you enjoy listening and consider joining the Computing at School community afterward. My guest today is Charu Walia. Welcome, Charu. Hello, thank you so much for having me, Beverly. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, you are most welcome, Charu. I will share with our listeners now a short biography on you. So Charu is a specialist computing teacher in a three-form entry primary school in High Wycombe, Buckinghamshire. She's also a CAS community leader for the CAS High Wycombe primary community. Charu has a particular interest in how digital tools can further the learning experience for students in and out of the classroom. She continually innovates to better the life chances for students as she teaches, especially through real-life application of knowledge. Charu is committed to lifelong learning and has embraced a variety of CPD opportunities available through the National Centre for Computing Education, the NCCE, and Computing at School, CAS. Some of these achievements have been participation in the CAS Leadership and Coaching Academy programme, gaining the NCC Certificate in Primary Computing Teaching and also the NCC Certificate in GCSE Computer Science Subject Knowledge and additionally gaining a qualification as an NCC facilitator in order to deliver training to authors. This is an impressive array of achievements, Charu, and it's a commitment to lifelong learning. Please share with our listeners what has led you to undertake this commitment and what have been the rewards. Uh, thank you for the question, Viv. Uh, yes, from last 20 years, I've worked in various educational settings. I consider teaching as an extraordinary opportunity to influence others' lives positively. As a teacher, you have the ability to move someone towards attainment, and it's very rewarding. Plus, no one ever forgets a meaningful teacher who has had an impact uh, on their lives. People tend to remember their teachers for an entire lifetime, long after school is over. Thank you, Charu. So you have undertaken the NCC courses and you've also participated in a CAS Leadership and Coaching Academy. What have you gained from the NCC courses that, are, that you've been able to you know, translate into the classroom? Some really great ideas, Beverly. So things like uh, the resources that they have shared, the facilitators that uh, who have uh, provided you with the training had some great ideas to share. So it's just looking at the topics that we have taught already, but with a different perspective. So lots of good ideas were shared and that came across in my teaching as well. So uh, looking from another eyes, really, the same subject. Excellent, brilliant. And what about the CAS Leadership and Coaching Academy? What have you gained through that experience? Can you describe a bit more about it? What, what, you know, what took, how long it took place? What, what time period? And what did you gain, really? Uh, being a CAS leader, 
right being a part of cast really means getting involved not just by giving also taking networking helps you develop and improve your skill set and your own subject knowledge and gain access to resources that fosters our own career development really also cast community meeting helps you to share the best practices due to pandemic uh, i did not get a chance to lead face to face meetings but i certainly do look forward to it as a great way to encourage discussions and know the news and the views of various local teachers Thank you so much for summing up what being a CAS community leader means. Can you share some examples of what you've discussed at your CAS community meeting so far? So far, I've had um, um, two CAS meetings. One of them was a brilliant uh, scheme of work, various scheme of works that we could share with other teachers. Uh, Chara, you mentioned, you know, I think just a couple of paces back, you mentioned never forgetting your teacher. So I'd like yeah. you to cast your mind back and to think about your own school experience. And did you have any access to computing and tech lessons? Yes, well, that was years ago. <laughs> Not very exciting to start with in terms of computing. We used to use Microsoft DOS prompt uh, that was all black and white and not at all user-friendly. The block coding available to children these days is very user-friendly. Block-based coding lessens the burden of using complex syntax and lets the user use um, focus on programming in fast and clear manner. So if we had block-based coding years ago when we were learning. I think uh, it would have been, I would have been a programmer for sure, not a teacher maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. I do remember having to go to the DOS command prompt, but it's good knowledge to have though, to understand where we're at now. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. Thank you for sharing that with our listeners. So we are, as you are aware, in the midst of a pandemic. Uh, how? What challenges have you faced when teaching through a pandemic? To be honest with you, the biggest challenge has been to keep it interesting and keep it relevant to the children. That's not just a um, challenge during pandemic, but even otherwise in education. It's, it's a challenge to keep children interested, to keep it relevant and make a child say, oh, I know why I'm learning this. And my approach to teaching normally is by showing them application of their learning. The other day I was teaching year five to code microbit. And at the start of the lesson, I showed them some videos of projects people have made using microbit, like how to make a pedometer, thermometer, which got them really interested to learn about microbits. Now, um, so when we came back from lockdown, I gave them time to connect with friends made it clear that I'm available, did some digital art mindful activities to get them back in terms with using device. I also kept reminding myself as a teacher that my <laughs> primary focus should be on em emotional safety of the children, not mastering content. That is so important, Jaru, the well-being aspect and you know, Absolutely. teaching isn't, you know, as you said, not just about subject knowledge, it's about, it's a 360 experience of education. Has the pandemic presented any opportunities? Yes, opportunities, I would say, in terms of myself. I think I have professionally grown in the in pandemic. I've done various courses to update myself because being a primary school teacher, we were not expected in lockdown one to be teaching um, 
using virtually. So we were setting homework tasks and sending them through our website, but we were not expected to be teaching virtually. So I took that time to develop myself. That's the time when I said, okay, computing is my subject. I want to develop that. And I did various courses. Also during pandemic, I delivered Oak Academy lessons, uh, six, six lessons for Oak Academy. So that was my personal achievement as well. Very, very well done. Can you share with our listeners a bit more about what the Elk Academy is and the types of lessons that you've delivered and just some sure. bit more information? Yep, I delivered a unit for year six on spreadsheets. Uh, that comprised of six lessons. And Oak Academy came together during pandemic, helping children learn virtually because not all schools were um, ready with their virtual teachings. So Oak Academy under one umbrella, they had all the subjects with videos, with worksheets, with everything that could foster children to learn. So I was approached, I don't know how I uh, got into this, I still can't remember, but uh, I had an email saying, would you like to uh, do a unit on computing? I said, yes, why not? So then I did delivered six lessons on spreadsheets. Excellent. Well done. I'm sure our listeners, if they'd like to find out more about the Oak Academy, they can find this information on the Computing at School website or also just by going to the Oak Academy website. Same with any information regarding the National Centre for Computing Education. Thank you so much, Charu. Can you share with our listeners what has been your biggest reward so far of teaching computing science and computing? Uh, computing develops computational thinking and computational thinking develops problem solving skills which can be applied in everyday life also computing opens a student's eye to today's digital world we are teaching children the skills that the employees of tomorrow will most definitely be looking for so the biggest reward of teaching computing really is equipping our pupils with tools to compete in the future Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. It's something as near and dear to my heart. So, um, Charu, you were born in New Delhi in India, I believe. Could you share with us what your experience of computing was like there in terms of learning computing skills, which could be applied to real life local situations when you were a child? Perhaps cast your mind back. Uh, yes, thank you. Yes, I was born in New Delhi, capital of India, and I had computing education when I was as young as I was in year five. And uh, India, as you know, it's very um, hot on maths and computer science. So I think we get that very early in life in India, and which helped me a great deal in developing my computational thinking. And my interest for the subject was... Um, came when I was really young. So I think, yes, my education as a child in the school in India has helped me a lot to develop my computational thinking and my interest for the subject as well. Okay, thank you so much. So who inspires you in education? All the teachers. Teachers are superheroes who have the ability to move children from point A to point B. Okay, so it isn't a person, it's your colleagues and a wider education community. I, I like that. I really do yeah. like that. So what's the most important thing that has supported you along your journey, your computing journey? The fact that the world of computers is growing at an unrecordable exponential rate every day. My approach to computing education is to explore digital tools to further enhance learning experiences of young people, to prepare them for a digital future. 
Okay, excellent. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, so what advice would you give, uh, what would you share with a new teacher in this area coming into a primary school? How would you help them to embed computing, uh, cross-curricular computing or to teach computing discreetly, uh, say, at your school? I'd say take a tour of NCCE units of work, display Teach Computing Curriculum Journey poster, which gives an overall view of progression. And these two things can give them a clear head start. Also to have unplugged activities for Plan B in case technology plays up and you're unable to deliver Plan A. <laughs> yes, <laughs> teachers will be able to relate to that. Yes, it's always a Plan B. <laughs> okay, so you teach in a very large school. So how do you encourage a diverse and inclusive learning environment? Planning learning, which includes participation from everyone, is the key for inclusive practice, I think. Uh, that participation can sometimes even be by helping out in classroom distributing resources. Uh, some of the things that I have actively used in my classroom to promote diversity and inclusive environment are uh, things like using Google Translate for EAL children, big letter keyboard with yellow keys for users with low vision, magnifier tool to enlarge text and images on screen, making it easier for children to see, and doing unplugged activities to engage a variety of learners. Uh, for example, using familiar context to introduce new programming concepts, such as repetition and selection. This reduces the amount of new information being introduced at one time. And also, I'm a huge fan of uh, Use, Modify, Create model, which I think is incredibly useful for scaffolding learning across the computing curriculum. Thank you, Charlie. That's really, really insightful. So just let's take a step back. What led you to a career in education? What led me to a career in education? Yes. Is, to be honest with you, I was once helped by a teacher in a concept of maths, which was not very clear to me. And the, just an alternative approach of that teacher teaching me that concept in a different manner. And I thought, oh my God, that was not how she talked to the whole class. She was giving me one-to-one -one input on that concept. And I was like, wow, we can do that. Just teaching, uh, sort of reaching out to a variety of learners in the way that they understand. So I think that was my starting point. I thought, yeah, this is a good profession to be in. Excellent. Thank, thank you so much for sharing that with us. So what are your future career plans? Where do you see yourself progressing? I haven't got a long-term plan yet, but in short term, I just want every child in the school to be interested in the subject because looking at the jobs that's coming up in the market in 10 years from now, I think it will be dominated by computing a lot. So I do see myself being a computing teacher for a couple of more years. I, I want to be able to help children achieve a digital future. Thank you. It's, it's through committed teachers that we're really going to turn that wheel and help our students. Can you give us your predictions for the jobs of the future? Some are already emerging, but could you give a few predictions? I think lots and lots in uh, augmented reality, virtual reality, artificial intelligence, intelligence, these are the new things. And collab collaboration is uh, another thing which children at very young age should um, embrace. To be honest with you, I cannot think of any, uh, as you say, 
occupation or any um, jobs that I can name off. But knowing all of these would be great. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. Who was your who were your role models as you grew up? Are there any specifically in the tech industry or outside of tech? My okay. mom, by all means, she is my ray of positive sunshine. She's always there, and also because she gives the best pet talks, <laughs> and she can still soothe what ails me, even though we've lived several thousand miles apart for almost two decades now. Absolutely. In your teaching, have you had have you come across? needing to support students who have English as an additional language. Is there anything specifically you've done within computing lessons to support students? Yes, English is my second language as well. It's not my first language. So my native language is Hindi. And if I had a Hindi-speaking child in my class, I am able to support them more than they think than, uh, that a teacher couldn't, really. So I've had a child who came from India with good English, very good English, because English is taught there. And But it's just the accent that got to them. So relating to them in an accent that they would understand, I I think that was really good. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. It's re- really great to hear that story, Charu. Okay, so Charu, this has been a really good talk, and I'm sure that uh, those listening will be inspired by your achievements and what you're doing within your teaching environment. Are you ready to play a quick fire round in one word answers? Yeah. Okay. Go for it. Great. Or you know, if you may need to give one sentence, but quick short answers. What is your most treasured classroom possession? Mini wireless keyboard with a laser pointer, which helps me walk around the class and present at the same time. Ah, okay. What is your favorite app? Uh, Fit Collage helps you make anything to celebrate everything. Oh, right. Okay. There is another app to download. I'm learning quite a lot <laughs> in this series. Do you have a favorite soundtrack? Favorite soundtrack? Yes. Yes, I've got Hindi favorite soundtrack. Okay. Please share that. I don't think many would have um, known this track, but uh, I've got a favorite singer called Jagjit Singh. He sings classical guzzles, as they call. So that, that's very soothing for me to hear. Ah, okay. I've expanded my knowledge. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> if you could invent something to make you work better, what would it be? That the batteries in a programmable robot's never exhausted. <laughs> Would that be a pitch to battery-making companies? <laughs> okay. Uh, could you describe yourself in one word, please? Lifelong learner, I think that's what's come through in this interview so far. I would most certainly agree with you there. What are your top books on education and also computing education? I'm more of a magazine person. Mm. I quite like Hello World magazine, which is a fabulous computing magazine for educators. It shares with you the experiences of other educators in your subject. That's a really good magazine. Absolutely. Okay, fantastic. Thank you for sharing that. And I should say that this Hello World magazine is available to download freely if anyone is listening. Um, it's a magazine for educators and, you know, really, really good edition, it, lots of editions rather. Okay, so this is a bit of a funny one. Do you have a favourite day of the week and why? Yes, I do. 
Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wednesday is the middle of the working week, and I think Wednesday deserves more recognition. <laughs> so, yes, for this is when you feel weekend is fast approaching. <laughs> You're almost there. <laughs> Okay, Charit. Charit, this has been a really great interview and it's been really good to hear your story and your journey. And I hope it's inspired our listeners and that they've been able to take something away to help them into their practice and to consider some of your experiences and what they can do for their own self-development. Again, thank you. And I do hope that our listeners will join us again very soon for another Kaz Inspires story. Thank you so much for having me. That was fun. (laughs) You're welcome.